Welcome to Keystone Education Radio, the podcast for all things focused on education in Pennsylvania. Now here's your host, Annette Stevenson. Engaging and recognizing student voice in government operations, advocacy efforts, civic engagement, and school improvement is critical in reaching a balanced and inclusive consensus. These ideas are fundamental to the mission of the Pennsylvania Association of Student Councils. PASC is a student-led association that supports and advocates for student activities, student leaders, and their advisors. Today, we are joined by a panel of the students and adults who lead the organization today, and we're going to learn more about their government relations program. So thanks to all of you for joining us on this episode of Keystone Education Radio. Really appreciate the time that you're giving us today to talk about this exciting leadership program. Thanks, everyone. So let's start, if we could, um, by introductions. Could you each go around and just say your name and also your affiliation or your role with PASC? Yeah, of course. My name is Jasmine, and I'm the current 2020 PASC state president. I'm Carissa Stefanski, and I'm the PASC state president-elect. I'm Roseanne Felina. I am the PASC executive director. My name is Felix Geraci. I'm the um, assistant executive director for PASC. I'm also the co-director for our advanced summer leadership camp. Great. Well, and welcome. just so your listeners know, Annette, we do have um, a vast representation of the Commonwealth here. Jasmine is at Fleetwood High School. Carissa is at North Pocono. I am at Union Area over in the western side of the state. And uh, Felix is down at South Bayette in the Pittsburgh area. So we're from all over the place. Very nice. So statewide representation for sure. So uh, can you give us an overview of the government relations program that places students as representatives on the Pennsylvania State Board of Education? There may be those of our listeners that aren't aware that there is a student uh, affiliation or impact there. Can you give us an explanation of how that works? Certainly. So um, PASC is very fortunate and very proud and very honored to have over a 10-year working relationship with the Pennsylvania Department of Education, where we have been charged by PDE to facilitate, um, manage, and oversee the selection process for student representation on the State Board of Education. Um, The State Board of Education added two student representatives in a non-voting role Um, a little over 10 years ago, and that's an opportunity for the voting members, the adult members of the board, to be able to have student voice and student perspective when they're making their decisions. So um, the position is a two-year commitment. Um, We solicit um, applications from sophomores, so the program is open to any student who is in 10th grade who is attending a public school in Pennsylvania. Uh, The applications typically go out early in the calendar year, so typically in January they would become available. Uh, They're due back at the end of February. Um, Our organization goes through, uh, and we typically will narrow down the applicants to usually five to six finalists um, that we will invite to Harrisburg, and those students will participate in a day-long interview process where they'll be not only meeting with one another and engaging in some collaborative activities, but also engaging in individual interviews as well. Um, The selection panel is typically made up of both student and adult representatives from PASC and typically also as representation from the State Board of Education as well. Um, And then we will select a student. And again, it is a two-year commitment. So that student would be selected in the spring of their sophomore year um, and would be serving really until right before they graduate at the end of their senior year of high school. 
Um, it obviously is a tremendous leadership opportunity for the student uh, to be able to be a voice at the table whenever those decisions are being made that impact all students in the Commonwealth, in the schools. But I think it's also been very valuable and helpful for the adult members as well to be able to have that voice um, readily there to be able to provide a perspective uh, for what is actually taking place in the classrooms um, in Pennsylvania today. Well, it sounds like a really interesting opportunity. I wanna turn this next question over to the students. Um, and Felix, you touched upon sort of that shared perspective that happens there, student voice to the adult side, and then obviously adult perspective shared to the students. Um, from the student perspective, what are some of the responsibilities and experiences of this role that you enjoy the most and, and some that you feel you might take with you as you continue on into college years and into you know, thoughts about career? I know that's a, a little ways off, but some of the experiences that you've maybe benefited from the most. You wanna address that, uh, Jasmine? Yeah, I think I have two main ones. But as the PASC president, I'm in charge of leading our executive board meetings. So that has definitely been a really big responsibility that has taught me a lot specifically about planning ahead of time. Um, so if I don't prepare ahead of time, then the whole meeting doesn't really run as smoothly as it should, which I think is a very important skill to have just in all aspects of life. And also as president, I have had a lot of opportunities to go to a bunch of leadership development programs. And then while you're there, you, you, of course, learn the actual leadership curriculum, but you're also taught useful skills without necessarily realizing it at the time. So for example, you meet a lot of different people there, and then you really start to get comfortable communicating with new people and being able to work with so many different personalities, which I definitely think is a skill that I will be able to use in the future. Definitely. Carissa, do you have anything to add to that? Um, yeah. So... For me, I think teamwork and communication would be the two things I take with me in the future because everywhere you go, you're surrounded by people and communicating is a natural thing you have to do with people. So I also think sharing ideas could help both people when working together. If the other person doesn't know how to share ideas, you can show them how and yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds like a lot of valuable lessons coming out of that, honestly, that very applicable to the rest of your life in, in many respects. What was some of your early motivation for becoming involved with PASC to you, Jasmine and Carissa, both of you? What was some of that sort of early reason that you wanted to get involved? Well, I actually originally started student council in middle school because my older sister was the president of our student council. So then as a younger sister, I was like, of course I wanna do it too. And honestly, I kind of wanted to do it a little bit more and be more involved than she was mm -hmm. just because I'm competitive. <laughs> but then through that, I got to be able to go to the PASC events and learn about different opportunities, specifically our middle level representative opportunity. And I was really interested in that and wanted to apply for that. But I actually never ended up applying. But then the opportunity came for me to be able to fill that position and join the board, which got me involved in PASC even more. And that eventually led me to running for the state president position. Great. Carissa, how about you? Any early reasons or rationale as to why you were interested? I got involved with student council in middle school as well. And my advisor thought I should attend a PASC conference in 2018. So that made me want to get more involved by watching one person being able to impact others by their leadership. 
So I wanted to show my peers the same thing. And the most valuable thing I think I've learned is to believe in myself because I know I can do anything as long as I put my mind to it. Absolutely. Stretching for something. Always a great idea. I'm going to turn this over to the uh, adult side too. So Ro and Felix, what was your reason for becoming involved um, with the organization? Well, it's interesting for me, it started 27 years ago at the beginning of my career. The high school student council advisor in our school was what we in PASC refer to as a George Meyer kid. George Meyer was a standout on the PASC executive board for a number of years. He ran one of our summer camp programs. He hosted a national conference and she was one of his students in high school. And because of that connection, she had gotten one of our students involved on the PASC executive board. And then she needed to go on to maternity leave and asked me if I would escort this student to different PASC functions. And that was really the first I knew of it. Now that's how I got involved in it, but not why I stayed in those years. I have been involved since then. I served on our board just for our eight county area and uh, then on the state board as well before I became the executive director in 2014. But people have always asked me about the benefits of membership. And, you know, I tell them, I can give you a laundry list of the reasons, our little elevator speech as to why you should be a member of PASC. But for me, as an advisor, you can sit in any one of my meetings and you can point out the kids who participate only within the walls of our school and the kids who were involved at the PASC level. And the difference in their leadership is just immeasurable. And seeing what that has done year after year for my own students is what has kept me coming back year after year. And being able to spread that throughout the Commonwealth is what keeps me in that role, why I continue. It's, it's always a challenge and it's not something, it's not a full-time job. Felix and I are both classroom teachers. Right, and right. so it is, it's extra time for us. But the benefits, as you can see through Jasmine and Carissa, what PASC leadership training does, it's just so incredibly worth it. How many years have you been involved, Roseanne? 26. That The first year I was there, I just was there helping out. And I became a middle school student council advisor the very next year. I then would take my middle school kids with her high school kids when she came back from maternity leave. I kind of did it with her. And I've been with several different advisors. I have co-advisors now, but I have been an advisor and involved in PASC since then. Oh, great. Well, that's obviously testimony to how fulfilling it is. And, and Felix, what was your kind of inroad um, working with the organization? Sure. Um, well, I kind of followed a little bit of a trajectory along the lines of Chris and Jasmine in that I was a former student that was involved in PASC, although I was nowhere near as involved to the level that they are. I'm mean, serving on our state board, but when I was a student, I was impacted by PASC going to conferences, going to the summer leadership camps. And so from a personal standpoint, I knew the impact of the organization. And so when I became a teacher, I knew I wanted to be a student council advisor. And when I was given the opportunity to become a student council advisor in my first year teaching, I knew that I had to get my school involved in PASC because I knew the impact that it would have not only on my students, but also on the school 
as well. And just as one example of that, um, we now have a diversity committee here at South Fayette. And the gentleman who is in charge of that, Dr. Chuck Herring, um, actually contacted me because some of the programs that they're doing. He told me, he said, I really need to thank you because not only are your students coming up with so many of the ideas, but they're bringing ideas from PASC and what they've learned from the different programs, but they also have the leadership development as a result of their participation to be able to help us do things even beyond student council. And so I think for me, the reason why I stay involved is I am a social studies teacher. Um, I teach AP government. I teach U.S. history. And I also am fortunate enough to be able to teach um, leadership electives here at South Fayette as well. So I know the impact that organizations like PASC have on students, even beyond just student council and even beyond just what they're doing in our organization. And for me, this is my 16th year as a teacher, seeing the impact on our school culture and climate, but also then seeing the increase in student engagement, in student leadership, and just more broadly in civic engagement amongst my students. I see the impact that it has on them individually, and I also see the impact that it has had on our school with some of the programs that we've been able to accomplish here at South Fayette and that my students have been able to work on even on a regional basis and a statewide basis. And quite frankly, I think Roe would agree with me that This is learning that these students just can't get in a regular classroom. And I think that what is so valuable and what is so neat about organizations like PASC is that we can help teach students skills that we wouldn't otherwise be able to teach them in a traditional 48-minute class. And I guess the last thing I would say is you never know the impact that you can have on somebody even maybe decades down the road. So Roe had mentioned uh, George Meyer, who is a long-term board member of ours in PASC, and who actually hosted the 1985 National Student Council Conference at Bethel Park High School. It was actually a camp director, and in fact, was my camp director whenever I went to summer camp, whenever I was in high school. In 2019, I was fortunate enough to be able to host the National Student Council Conference here at South Fayette, and George Meyer's grandson was actually one of my two conference co-chairs. And so to think that Dan wasn't even alive whenever I was in high school, and we were able to complete the circle by having one of George's grandkids, he hosted the conference, and then one of his grandkids was able to host the conference here in 2019. I think it also goes to show that you never know how the lives that you will touch, even decades later, can come back and have a positive impact on you, on people you love and care about, and on your school and on your community as well. Mm -hmm. You talked a little bit about some of the learning that occurs that the educators couldn't possibly replicate or teach in the classroom. And Jasmine and Carissa, I'm going to ask you to think about that a little bit. So is there quite a lot that you've learned from this experience about state government, how state government works? that you wouldn't have known before? Or did you go into the experience kind of already being quite informed in that area? Well, we run all of our state board meetings by parliamentary procedure, which is something that I had absolutely no idea about. But through the board, I got to learn more about that kind of process, which I know happens a lot in government. And then also just sitting in on the interview process for the State Board of Education representatives, you really do get to learn a lot about what the State Board of Education does for the students in our state and Yeah, I imagine that's not something that every student really knows all that Mm -hmm. much about. How about you, Carissa? Did you gain additional knowledge in that area through these experiences? Through PASC, through our board meetings, um, I have learned so much more than I ever thought I would. And just having the position, I have had to research a lot on my own just to know what's going on. (laughs) I bet. I bet. Just to be informed for it. And so what what advice would you have for students or what guidance would you have for other students who are looking to gain leadership experience? So there's obviously 
some amazing opportunities through PASC. Is there anything beyond that that you would recommend for fellow students? My biggest advice in general would definitely be to just take advantage of absolutely every opportunity that comes your way. Like as Felix was saying earlier, you really can't learn all of this in a classroom. So no matter how big or how small the opportunity may seem, you just don't know what you'll learn or what can come out from it. Great. And Carissa, how about you? Any additional guidance? Yeah. So if you are in a club in school other than student council, I'm sure you can go to your advisor and just talk to them about other leadership positions that are available. Any type of leadership opportunities is going to give you that broader perspective, I guess, right? Yeah. So if listeners who are looking for more information on PASC and all that there is to offer um, in that organization, whether it be from the educator advisor side or the student side, where should they go to look for that information? We have, we do have a website. It is www.pasc.net. And we also have a Facebook page. We have some a social media presence, but I, I think the majority of information, you can find everything you need on the um, PASC website. The other thing that I like about that is that we do have different regions. We have 10 regions throughout the Commonwealth and each of those regions has a student representative and a, an adult representative. And I think that it is beneficial. There are a lot of programs that are statewide, but sometimes that's not an attainable goal for everyone. At that more local level, that is definitely more achievable. And so our website also gives information on the more local opportunities. I also would just like to point out with both Jasmine and Carissa, when they're talking about the leadership activities, clearly this is a very tumultuous time with schools that are on virtual learning only and hybrid plans and so much going on. These two young ladies ran our first ever 54-person virtual board meeting in August. And I think it was an absolutely amazing thing. And to me, these are the leaders. They're the ones showing us this can happen and it can be successful. They did such a tremendous job with their responsibilities in that role. And I think if we get more people involved all across the Commonwealth, a lot of good things can happen here in a not so great time for us. Yeah, you mentioned an interesting point. 54 participant meeting virtually is no easy task. So I commend you on on running that uh, successfully because that's not been easy for a lot of fully adult organizations, you know, and companies to transition fully into that space. So that's that's awesome that you actually had the chance to do that. I'm sure your generation is going to be even more successful in conducting virtual interactions just because of how you're growing up with that technology as a native part of your, you know, your development years. So great job on that. Well, I really want to thank all of you for joining us today for this episode. I think this is uh, an amazing organization. It's certainly been around uh, a long time. How long has it been around actually? Celebrating leadership since 1932. It's right in our seal. <laughs> Great. Well, I, you know, I know it was around during my youth. So um, it's an awesome organization. Great opportunities for students. And it sounds like mutually fulfilling for the advisors as well. Thanks for joining us today on this episode. Thank you, Annette. Thank you. Keystone Education Radio is a production of the Pennsylvania School Boards Association. This episode is brought to you in part by sponsors Workmark and Baker Cleaning Solutions. 
Visit our website at keyedradio.org for more information on today's discussion and past episodes. Subscribe, share, and follow us on social media so you can stay tuned to new topics and interviews. This is Annette Stevenson saying thank you for listening to Keystone Education Radio. The views and opinions expressed on the Keystone Education Radio podcast are solely the views and opinions of our guests and do not reflect the views and opinions of the Pennsylvania School Boards Association. Thank you.